You are now witnessing greatness. Welcome back to the MT Opinions Podcast. I'm your host, Olaria Polanco. This is episode 177. And yeah, I've been very busy this past week. All I've done really is watch Stranger Things and work. That's the only thing I've done this entire week. Like literally and eat, I guess. But you shouldn't point that out. That's kind of obvious. It's like, oh, and I drink water, which I did. But I guess some people don't. Anyways, I've been very busy just doing that. I haven't really done a lot with the YouTube channel with content, whatever, even me recording this podcast right now, I'm doing it very, very late, but you know, I got to keep my streak of doing a podcast, but that's one thing. But even now this morning at the time of recording, I I woke up and I see the first news is that, um, a friend of mine, somebody who I went to high school with Mikea de Jesus, AKA big AP, um, a rapper here in Philly, uh, has died, has passed away. I have no details other than people, you know, posting heartbroken emojis on her pictures. So that's what lets me know. And other friends, like people that I know from my high school, like, you know, posting her on stories and shit. It's really, really sad, man. It's one of those like, oh, man, it's just sad. I don't even want to think about it because if I think about it, I will get legitimately sad. This is shocking. Obviously, her birthday just happened, too. I don't know what the fuck happened. I have no details, but it's really depressing. And I am going to dedicate this episode to my Kia because, you know, on top of me knowing her, I actually have some very like ingrained memories of hanging out with my Kia in like not only like personally, but my Kia is actually a very important person for the formation of the podcast for the brand, the empty opinions podcast and brand, because she was actually the first person that told me that I need to make a video version of the podcast. So when I first started the podcast, the first couple of episodes were just only audio uh, because I wanted it to be like a true podcast. I've always liked the idea of it being audio, but I think she not only I mean, she literally posted me in my podcast on her story and she was like, Hey, you know, this is dope. You need to get the video started. And I told her, I was just like, oh, wow. Thank you for posting. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll do it. And then it was because of her that I got started pretty early with the YouTube version. So even just that, she's like an integral part of this podcast. And I've been meaning to have her on a podcast for a while. If not just to say that, you know what I mean? If not only just to say that, but also to talk to her, just about her music and stuff. And, um, yeah, this is, it's crazy, man. And I just have so many, so many memories with her. Like, you know, she's, I have a lot of memory. There's a lot of my life that she's been a big part of. If that, like, I don't know for, for, for starters, right. We went to high school. We were taking IB classes together. Uh, like we were in the same math class for the last two years of college of high school. And so we saw each other every day, you know, so in, you know, that it was through that, that I became, you know, closer to her or just, I began to know her 
And I found out that she made music. Um, you know, there was this thing where I guess somehow I saw she like somehow I was able to hear an unreleased song that she was going to put out called flows that I really, really like I loved, you know, and, and obviously she had just kind of started music, but that song, and that's the song I'm going to end this episode with is called flows, but that song I really loved. And it became a thing where like I was championing it. Like I have this very vivid memory of me walking down, like it's the last class of the day It's math class. We're just in the same class. We're leaving the class. And it's just me with my speaker that I still have playing that song as we're leaving high school and it's just her kind of rapping it and vibing and I'm just kind of playing it and it's crazy to think back to that moment how you know kind of defining it is for me because it showed that like I like championing my friend's art you know whatever the fuck it is if it's good and I love it I'm gonna rock it because it's fucking good and I actually feel like everybody should hear this song and it's crazy how I've done that. That's become something that I've done over and over again. Even recently with my friend Guys Guevara, like, you know, with the making of his album, like I've I've loved going to studio sessions with him and seeing his process. So that's one way that, you know, she kind of helped me shape who I am to this day. Uh, and, you know, I did a cover art for a project that never ended up coming out. But for a single, like I did a couple of cover arts for her, which were cool because I got to kind of do something with, you know, like graphic design, which I do a lot of now. Um, it was from her that I bought uh, some alcohol because during the beginning of the pandemic, I did a video where I wanted to uh, I sought out to prove that I can't get drunk. That video is private now for family reasons, but I remember meeting up with her that day and like recently, like a couple of months ago, she liked one of my posts from, from the empty opinions, Instagram account that I found really weird because it's just like me being nerdy and she liked it. And ever since then, she's been really on my mind and yeah. And she's, she's passed, man. That's sad, man. If I think about it, it's really sad. This might be, I mean, I'll be honest with y'all. This might be the closest person that has died in my life. Like, it's not, you know, like a family member or anything. But even I haven't really had any major family deaths, which, you know, knock on wood. I, I, fuck, I, I have no wood. Is this wood? All right, I think that was wood. But, yeah, man. Uh, rest in peace, Mikea. Big AP. I think she had a lot of talent. I think she was going to. You know, if uh, I'm going to play this on the end, the song called Flows, uh, and you're going to hear it and you may like it or you may not. But I feel like I always really enjoyed it. I like the beat. I liked her flows on it. And I just felt like there was a kernel of something really special there. And it's it's sad that, you know, won't be fully realized. I mean, that's a sad way to start the podcast, but I have to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Rest in peace. Mikea. Yeah, it's sad. Um, but all right, let's move on to... Well, actually, before we move on, I just got to say also, EmptyOpinions.com. There you can see everything happening in the Empty Opinions universe. The Empty Opinions podcast, of course. The Empty Pages, the book club I have with D&I. Um, you know, the Empty Playlist, the Empty Blog. 
empty picks, all that shit is there in the in the website, so you can check that out. But yeah, that's it for the intro, and now let's get started with the topics that I want to talk about for this episode. And I think the first topic I want to talk about is um, something that truly moved me. I think it's a monumental feat. I think it's something that will be talked about centuries from now, and that is the fact that freaking Johnny Depp is one. I can't believe it. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that this really, sincerely, like, fully innocent man who has done nothing wrong will win this case? You know how the mainstream media is. They don't want to see a guy win. They want to let the woman win. Yeah, sure, Johnny Depp may have sexually abused her, but fuck that. Who cares? She defamed him. And he won that defamation case. And therefore, he is a good guy. You know? Because Amber Heard was a bad guy. Amber Heard lied about him. Well, not about the sexual stuff. But, you know, whatever. Forget that. Who cares about that? We're talking about defamation. We're talking about man versus woman. This is the greatest fight between men and women since that fucking tennis match happened in the late 60s with that guy and that lesbian woman. You know what I mean? This is bigger than that. This is the real battle of the sexes. And the men won, baby. That's right. Women suck. I can't believe Johnny Depp won. Honestly, as soon as I saw the verdict that Johnny Depp won, I'll be honest, I couldn't go to sleep. I had a, I had, I had, I had trouble sleeping because I couldn't believe something so good happened in the world. Like this whole world is so full of tragedy with like forced diversity and women overtaking everything and the MCU and all these bullshit, you know. But finally, finally, men have won something, and it feels so good. I'm so glad that men, for once in the entirety of history, I think. Like, I can't think of any other time in history that men have won anything. You know, it's always we're the most oppressed. So I feel like now with Johnny Depp winning, I think this marks a turning point And hopefully men's rights become better and, you know, men become stronger and men are the fucking, you know, people like to throw word, throw around the word patriarchy as if it's a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Men run everything. And we do it well. There's a reason why we've been running Earth for so many years. It's because men are fucking good. And we do everything good. And we do nothing wrong. And now, thanks to Johnny Depp winning, after months of what was such an intense battle that I had so many high hopes for. And I was so invested in. And me personally, I don't know if you guys know, but I edited a bunch of like Johnny Depp savage moments. You know, if you see those compilations of YouTube... That was me. I did that shit. And so I've been so invested in this and like praying, hoping God was going to get something right recently. With so many tragedies happening with the shootings and stuff. Finally, something truly good has happened in the world. And Johnny Depp is one. And now, hopefully he can get back his job as Captain Jack Sparrow because that is my favorite franchise. Yes, even before this trial happened... I totally and 100% cared what was going to happen in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. I did. And so now that Johnny Depp has won the defamation case, Disney should get him back. And on top of that, they should create a character based on Amber Heard's likeness on the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie 
that Johnny Depp could be in there and fucking fight and kill with his sword. Just to symbolically just celebrate this momentous occasion. So yeah, I just wanted to talk about how happy I am. Like, I feel so happy I'm in heaven right now. Because Johnny Depp has won this case. And finally I can rest. Finally I can sleep. Finally I can feel good about my life. Because Johnny Depp is one. And alright, now that I got those gleeful, happy news out of the way, you know what I mean? With Johnny Depp winning, I mean, that's so awesome, right guys? Now I want to talk about Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1. Stranger Things is one of those weird shows that a lot of people my age have definitely a strong connection to. Because, you know, we we grew up watching it. You know, what was it, 2016? You know, 2016, the summer of 2016 is almost like a mythical summer for a lot of people. You know, Lil Uzi Vert drops, dropped an incredible project. Like, the SoundCloud era rap was really heating up. 2016, the summer of 2016 is the summer that a lot of people in my generation talk about. It's like, that's when things were good. And if you recall, Stranger Things Season 1 came out in 2016. I think it was like during the fall, I'm pretty sure. Can't remember. Uh, but it was 2016. And so in this in this collective moment of bliss, I guess, that everybody in my generation had, of course, they're going to have an affinity for Stranger Things. And, you know, Stranger Things season two and three, I feel like people wanted to dislike because they season one was so universally loved that it's always a thing when newer seasons come out. People are just like, like deep in the back of their heads. I'm like, there's no way. That is going to be as good as season one. And so they really, really, really nitpick it. And there's like this weird, like collective, like wisdom, apparently that I guess a lot of people believe that seasons two and three were bad. I'll give it to you. Season three. Well, season two was okay. It was good with like one weird episode. And I can barely remember what happened in that season. I had, I totally forgot that Max was introducing season two. I thought Max was a character in season three, but no, it's the Maya Hall character that was in season uh, uh, three with Billy. Wait, really? Yeah, I think so. I think Billy comes back. I don't fucking remember a lot of it. Season two is the one that I remember the least from, but in season three, I loved. I thought it might have been even better than season one, but apparently a lot of people didn't feel that way. So it was interesting heading into season four, like people kind of being, uh, especially with when the runtimes were released and people were like, what the fuck? Why are these episodes so long? Same thing with me. I was just like, how the, you know, like the episodes being this long, you got to deliver. And now that I finished part one or volume one of season four, I got to say definitely lives up to the hype. I can't believe how fucking good this show is. And there's so many reasons why for one, even just in a craftsmanship level, like, it's crazy how much they stepped it up and how almost, like, confident and, and, and bold the Duffer Brothers are in terms of what they were doing, just visually and sonically. You know, there's so many elements, like, the more technical elements of the show has such a huge leap that it, I couldn't help but notice. Like, a lot of the shots were amazing. You know, the music was amazing. Like, so many of the technical elements came together so well. But then the story has been so fucking good. And I think the added long, uh, like runtime of a lot of these episodes definitely adds to this feeling of this show feeling like epic. You know what I mean? And I think that's really, really cool. Like, yeah, I, do, I love that. I love how um, 
epic this season feels, you know? And I'm not going to get into spoilers, really. I'm just going to say that, you know, there was a lot going on in the season. And I totally get now. Like, now, having finished part one, and knowing volume two is going to come out, and there's going to be an hour and 40-minute episode, and then there's going to be a two-hour and 30-minute episode. When I saw that, I'm like, why the fuck is this shit so long? But now, if you finish volume one, you know why it's that long. There's a reason why. Because this show is just going for epicness. And, like, the amount of storylines happening in this show is fucking crazy. There had to be at least 10 active storylines happening. Or maybe not 10. I could try to count it. Uh, um, 11 story. Well, now, yeah, I think there might be 10. If I start breaking it down by characters, might be more than 10. And so many new characters introduced and so many new elements and forces that are going to obviously influence the outcome of this season. I don't know. I was so fucking impressed. And this season, this volume one was so fucking good, in fact. I feel like people were very skeptical. They were just like, not trusting the creators at all. Like, I feel like after episode one, I think, or episode two, there was a moment early in this volume where I was just like, I'm done questioning what's happening. I'm going to fully trust the Duffer Brothers because they know what the fuck they're doing. Like, there was a moment, I can't remember exactly when. I, I don't remember when, but I know it was solidified by the end of season four, episode four, that I was just like, okay, the Duffer Brothers know what the fuck they're doing. I am not going to try to outthink them. They clearly have this whole thing figured out. So let me just sit back and relax. Where a lot of people were getting like antsy. Like, no. What the fuck are they doing? Are they doing this? I feel like this isn't going to pay off. And then why are these episodes so long? What are they going to do with Eleven? And what are they going to do with Mike? And, and like they started like trying to poke holes into everything that they were doing. Which just made the end of Volume 1 that much more satisfying. Because it shut so many people up. It was just like, shut the fuck up. It's not trying to figure out my show for me. This is what I'm doing, and I'm doing it great. And I love that the Duffer Brothers had that fucking confidence. You know, obviously, like, $30 million per episode. You could tell. You could see it in these episodes. Like, they really went all out. Even something like the camera rotating the way it does. It was a shot of Eleven running away, and it just goes into a circle. There's, like, a lot of, like... uh like inverted shot. There's a lot of crazy shots that are implemented in this show that just that alone lets me know these are expensive episodes. And the fact that they're also long, I don't know. I feel like the money and time are used exquisitely for this volume. And the last thing that I'm going to say before I move on from, this, from talking about this season is I really, it's really cool to see that, you know, the Duffer brothers were definitely the first people to truly and unabashedly and amazingly delve into the 80s nostalgic storytelling that is so popular now. I mean, nostalgia is like as common as fucking bread now in terms of media. That comparison made no fucking sense, but whatever, I'll keep going. Basically what I'm saying, like a lot of people are trying to recreate what Stranger Things did, like still now. And Stranger Things started in 2016. It's been six years of big studios and big creatives trying to recreate what they're doing. But it was just cool to see the Duffer Brothers be like, no, I know y'all all trying to do what the fuck we're doing, but we did it first and we know how to do it right. And they totally do, man. Like they definitely implement a lot of the, they, they wear their influences on their sleeves, but they also create their own like mythology and storytelling that is independent of that. That even if you weren't born in the 80s or weren't growing up in the 80s, 
you will still enjoy this show because it has its own thing. A lot of people confuse that and don't do that and instead use the 80s shit as the foundation. Instead, the Duffer Brothers use it as, you know, as a, like, a, what is it? A cherry on top or the icing, you know, like the extra story is what matters. But you add these 80s, like the bright lights and the fucking the bike riding and, you know, the riff, the references, the references to, you know, Mike Myers and Freddy Krueger, like that's all icing. That's all the cherry on top. But the real, the thing that actually matters and keeps people coming back is the story and the characters. And both have been incredible this season. So yeah, man, I'm really excited for part two. I have no reason to believe this is not going to end amazingly. Like again, like at this point, I just trust the Duffer brothers. I think whatever the fuck you're doing, they're doing it amazingly and they deserve my confidence. They proved to me that they know what the fuck they're doing. So now I'm not going to doubt them anymore. All right. And the last topic that I'm going to talk about, because I want to keep this episode short and sweet on top of me kind of having a headache and being tired and being out of it, not only because of the news of my Kia that I told you guys earlier in the podcast, but also I have shit to do and I just don't really feel like doing an hour of the podcast. I feel like my energy is running down. Do you know the meter when you're fighting somebody and their health is like lowering? That's me doing a podcast. So instead of doing like three more topics that I was going to do, I'm going to do this last topic. And it's kind of like a rant and something I'm meaning to say. Like I have this weird like aversion to whenever something gets a lot of hype. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. that. That's me being hypocritical because I definitely jumped on the everything everywhere all at once hype. But I feel like with that, that truly deserves the hype. And look, I still haven't seen... Top Gun Maverick. I don't know how fucking good it is. People say it's the best thing on earth. A lot of people, I've been seeing a lot of people say it's better than everything everywhere all at once, which is so wild to me. Like the audacity of somebody saying that is making me want to watch a movie, even though I have no fucking interest in watching Top Gun Maverick. And I don't think I'll ever watch Top Gun Maverick. And here's why. Like, I don't know if I'm being contrarian. I don't think I am because I literally just talked about Stranger Things Season 4 Volume 1 and how fucking good it is. And that's one of the biggest shows on the country right now. It might be the number one show. So it's not that I'm contrarian, but there's something about Top Gun Maverick where it's like, first of all, I haven't seen the first Top Gun. I didn't grow up with it. I do not have that nostalgia. So people tell me it's good. I feel like those people probably grew up watching Top Gun and now Top Gun Maverick, like, fulfills their wildest fantasies and so that's why they're fucking going crazy going ape shit over it so i don't have that nostalgia so you know i don't know if i will love it as much as these people say they love it but two it's like there was never a point where i was interested in seeing any top gun movie whether it was the original or the new one like i have zero interest in that franchise and so a lot of the hype it's i don't know if it's me being contrarian or me sticking to my interests, but there's fucking no reason that I would have seen Top Gun Maverick or the original Top Gun if it wasn't for the hype. And so it makes me not want to watch it because then I will feel like I'm betraying like a principle. This isn't like my fucking morals or anything, but if I wasn't interested in watching it before and now everybody's like raving about it, saying it's the best fucking movie of the year, does that mean that I'm easily influenced. Like, am I thinking with my own mind? 
I feel like that's something that I'm scared of. I don't like to be part of the hype mind, really. I like to, you know, and I, I don't like, I don't, I don't think I'm a contrarian again because a contrarian is like somebody who sees what's popular and purposely are like, no, that shit sucks. I just like what I like and I try to focus singularly on what I like. And so I've never had any interest in seeing anything remotely related to Top Gun. So even if people say it's the best thing since sliced bread, it's like, yeah, but I don't want to watch it. And that's my prerogative. But I feel like me coming off saying that, like, fuck that. I'm never watching this fucking Top Gun Maverick movie. Never, never in my life will I watch it. Like, that comes across like contrarian. But, and again, people saying this fucking movie is better than everything everywhere all at once. I'm going to have to watch it just to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I honestly want to watch a movie just so I can safely say Y'all, I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. This is not that good of a movie. And even if it's great, it's not like fucking mind-blowing. Like, people are talking about, like, this is going to save movies. Like, we're going back to the 70s and 80s way of filmmaking. It's like, what? Like, the thing pieces about it, like, the rabid fucking hype around this. What is obviously a 40 or 30, 40-year-old sequel to Top Gun, which was not even that good of a movie in the first place. It was just a cheesy 80s comedy. Or 80s action movie. So you tell me the, the sequel to that is going to be one of the better movies of probably of all time. That's how people are talking about it. And you know, there was also a review. There was also a review that I saw of somebody being like, yeah, the movie's great. And you get invested and you're very like, it's exhilarating. And like, you know, you feel great about it. But it's like, it's not that great of a fucking movie. And people get confused, you know. I feel like this is like a lot of like the older crowds version of Endgame probably where like a movie that we've been waiting a long time for it finally comes out. It totally lives up to expectations and succeeds them and adds on top of it. I feel like that's why it's getting so hyped. It's like Avengers Endgame for like 40 year olds <laughs> or people in their 40s and 50s. That's what it, that's what Top Gun Maverick is. So all that to say, I'm not going to fucking watch this movie. Fuck that shit. You know what I mean? I'm not watching that. You know, I'm not going to be fucking influenced by the hive mind of 40-year-old movie critics that are fucking hyped because their dream came true based on the nostalgia they had for probably a really cheesy 80s action movie that probably wasn't that good in the first place. I do not have the attachment. I don't have to see this Top Gun Maverick. Watch me watch it and, like, love it. That would be really funny. But if I do, I would just come here and say it. I would just be like, yo, this movie's fucking amazing. I fucking loved it. I have no problem saying that. All right, but that's going to be it for this episode. That is my rant. I've been meaning to get this fucking Top Gun Maverick rant for a while. Because the, the, the talk about this movie is like, it, it, it honestly annoys a lot. of Because it, it feels, and I'll say this and just get out of the podcast. It feels too white. All right, that's been it for episode 177 of the FDO Opinions Podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching or, and or listening to this episode. The way I'm going to end this episode is the way I end every episode is by playing a song as the outro. The song that I'm going to be playing is a new song. Well, it's not a new song. It's an old song from uh, Mikea, the Jesus, a.k.a. Big AP. Uh, a very influential song in my life uh, from a very influential kind of person in my life. Now that I think about it, um, this is dedicated to to her to my Kia um I guess I'll do the corny thing where like I'll d talk directly to her wherever she's at my Kia if you're listening and or watching this wherever you are in heaven um 
You know, I oh yeah, the, the 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 you know, God, if I do this, I'm gonna get like emotional. But I'm just gonna say, you're the reason I started the podcast, the video podcast, sooner than I would have otherwise. You're the one that directly told me that. You're the one that showed me that I'm very passionate about music for one, and also music that my friends make that is good. I love championing art that my friends make. I love graphic design in to a certain extent. So the fact the fact that you let me design a couple of your cover arts was great. I remember that day a while ago where I was listening to like sad, you know, a chata and you like you know, responded to the story and just said, you know, you know, I feel I feel you. I can tell you're like sad and depressed and like you gave me some encouraging words. I don't know. If you I've always been supportive of you and you've always been supportive of me. Um and that I'll, I'll take that to my grave. That's something I'll always remember. And yeah, this episode is dedicate, dedicated to you. So uh, without further ado, Big AP Flows. Just trying to go with the flow. Walking my love to no hoe. Niggas with shit to the show. Copping these shit for the low. In my own lane, never switch from the game. Writing rhymes with the ease of pain. Life shit got me going insane. Hit the licks with that shit with the gang. Ayy. Hit a licks with it with the gang. Hit a licks with it with the gang. Hit a licks with it with the earth. 2 a.m. Got this bag on my mind. Always took so grind no grind. Make the pieces hit, yeah, we try to shine. Fuck what you saying, you ain't on my mind. Niggas pussy ain't getting out of line. One beast, bitch, yeah, I'm trying to find. Hit my dogs up, making sure they straight. House and shit, cause my name don't wait. Only day one's eating on my plate. Can't be legging in a city for the hate. Whole gang gotta send me on the waist. Blocks with a beam, ain't be a face. Leave my mark on this world like it's pace. Hoes wanna be me, copy and paste. For the fam, go to war, no debate. I was down, making sure niggas. Ay, went the war, niggas left my plate. Ay, I went the war, niggas left my plate. Ay, just tryna go with the flow. Walking my love to no hoe. Niggas with shit to the show. Copping they shit for the low. In my own lane, never switching the game. Writing rhymes with the ease of pain. Life shit got me going insane. Hit the licks with that shit with the gang. Ay. Hit a licks with it with the gang. Hit a licks with it with the gang. Hit a licks with it with the earth. No handouts, had to get on my grind. No shots of the world is mine. Gotta get it, gotta get it, no time. Try to put niggas on, see them shine. But I was even start dropping down. Had this bitch all blow my line. Claim me third, but you signed that line. Can't believe those still in my mind. Should've been smart and stuck with the plan. Nothing cause, but should hit the fan. Can't think you got burned out your bands. Thought you probably get me in a jam, ayy. Thought you probably get me in a jam, ayy. Ain't no trust, my fam gotta eat Survival of the fittest, know I'm a beat Break bread if you bought that piece Better than checkmen up in them streets Try to funny shit, get hit with the piece Win all the games like I got cheap Come back strong from any defeat Boss moves, this life ain't cheap Smart moves, red sticking like a leech Clean the fakes on my life like I'm bleach Cold as shit, need to go to the beach Bag talk, it's a part of speech, ayy Bag talk, it's a part of speech, ayy Had to chill off the bitches around me. Seen it wasn't real as they claim it be. Way rotten bitches love to see. Tiny vision, that's all I see. Getting money, that's all I see. Smiling mother, that's all I see. Good vibes, that's all I see. New whips, that's all I see. That bright light, that's all I see. Me on top, that's all I see. Me on top, that's all I see. Just trying to go with the flow. Walking my love to no hoe. Niggas do shit to the show. Copping they shit for the low. In my own lane, never switch from the game. Writing rhymes with the ease of pain. Life shit got me going insane. Hit the licks for that shit with the gang. Ayy. 